0: Secret. I didn't use your video audio. I just used the stuff I pulled from Zoom. <laughs> hey man, because it sounded about the same, honestly. Oh, and it I just
1: really good. Hey man, Lo- love the behind the scenes. Uh, honestly, and that's important because I got some <laughs> good feedback from people saying it sounded really great. So okay, um, yeah, I think we've done the proper investments. I think uh, audio quality is a big part of podcasting. And uh, mm-hmm. when I was listening back, I'm like. Yeah, man, this sounds really good.
0: I think audio quality is important, but it's always secondary to quality of the actual conversation, which we did get good feedback on. I think I think uh, we got a good. Uh, d- uh, there's some dynamism here, so I think it's yeah. working out. Ooh, Not dynamism! Just, yeah, I didn't mean to like, no pun intended, with the <laughs> AEW dynamite. But um, if you're here for uh, dad puns, you're going to get them uh, yeah. on this on this, <laughs> on this half of the aisle at least. <laughs> Sorry about <laughs> that if you're here for stoner puns
1: you're gonna get them (laughs) all right uh but yeah man uh uh, so actually i want to kind of start there uh shout out to anybody who actually uh uh listened i really greatly appreciate it um and i know philip does as well yeah of course a lot of you gave a ton of feedback too uh which was all very positive and all very into what we're doing and honestly Uh, it's a lot of fun to be able to mark the fuck out with somebody else and have a great time and talk about wrestling because that's what wrestling should be about. Yeah. Uh, And it shouldn't be about like, oh, uh, just because we're talking about AEW doesn't mean we hate WWE. No, we actually, I I really love WWE. Like, you're never going to get me to stop loving WWE. But right now, I want to talk about the the stuff that makes me really happy. (laughs) You know what? And I'm going to keep doing it because... I have all my trust in this company on a weekend and a week out basis. Every day of the week, you can absorb some sort of AEW content and you're going to love it. And it's beautiful. And it's really cool to see my friends who weren't really into mainstream wrestling, who dipped out because they didn't really like stuff. Now all this stuff is happening. And they're like way back in, they're going to AEW shows. They're fucking yeah. buying the merch. They're tweeting about AEW. like, man, you know, like, I was out there on a, on a lonely Island. It felt like Phil, like I really felt like I was out there. Like I was the supermarket man, but I watched all of it. Right. I watched AEW, <laughs> WWE NXT. Like I absorbed it all and a lot of people weren't into mainstream wrestling. And then like, it was always like Tulo's doing that stuff. So, you know, check out Tulo and I'm like, I'm down. No, please. Like, I love it. But like now it's so, it brings me so much joy to see those people being like, Whoa, AW fucking rules, and yeah. that's why we're doing this, man. Like, yeah, that's yeah. what it's all about. Like, there's no denying it, like at
0: all. I I've always come from even with my I don't mean to pluck it too much, but with my other podcasts, it's like yes, I want to talk about insane. things I like. I want to talk about things that give bring me joy and things I like talking about. And so, like obviously, I mentioned it before. When you approached me with this idea, I was like, well, yeah, because it's gonna be fun to talk about because I'm really yes. enjoying it. You know, like you said, you were you were like you know, Dr. Manhattan as a supermark all alone on Mars. But now you've come back. You've got, you've got a community with you now. So yes, and we're going to build that even more with this show is is it'll slowly grow and join us.
1: And if you're listening to this, you're listening to this on Stoke County boy's pod. Stokes
0: County, Stokes.
1: Is it Stokes with an S? Yeah. See, isn't it funny because I've been having a lot of anxiety about this recently Thinking yeah, no that, like, I keep botching it, but I also do something smart. I say it both ways. So yeah. half the time I'm wrong. <laughs> I'm nah, always like, okay. is it Stoke or Stokes? So it's Stokes, Stokes County Boys yeah. pod, right? Yeah, that's where you're going to be listening to this now because uh, for this week and maybe next week uh, we are going to be releasing the pod uh, on Philip and Patrick's podcast uh, which we had the blessing to do yeah. for the time being until we can get this thing going, because we're workshopping some names right now, right now, Front runner, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. the Mark Order, uh, an AEW pod, you know, I think it's great. I think it's great so far, but you know what? Sometimes things happen and then we're like, ah, that's, that's the pod name, right?
0: And yeah, I think we want to, we want to feel real good about it. It's like, it's like naming your dog or something like that. You got to, you got to let it, you got to sit with the dog a little bit. You got to have it, you know, sleep and Pee and poop on your carpet, and yeah. and you gotta pet it and see its its habits and things like that. It eats holes in your socks, oh, uh, yeah, fucking
1: worse. And then you're just like, ah, oh, the mark <laughs> order. Real quick off the beat story here. Uh, yeah. There's a Go dog ahead. that like is at my job. Like uh, he works with one of the maintenance guys, and since I'm on like 289 acres of property, having a dog is like a normal thing, you know? Yeah, yeah, uh, just wandering around. And his name is Dude, and I'm like. Dude is the greatest dog name of all time. <laughs> what a great dog name. Yo, dude, come here, Get over here, dude. You yeah, know, like, yeah. It's like, but yeah, anyway. Uh, but yeah, so we're, we're going to work on some, some things. We're going to get this out uh, soon and we'll have a name and we'll have a logo and we're going to roll with this man because it's really a lot of fun and I'm pumped to talk about it. We, um, I, I, I lost the bet because apparently we listened oh, yeah, back that's right.
0: and we picked everything the same except for, what was it? It was the FTR Sting Derby match. Right. And you, and you, you went picked, with FTR. Well, it's right. funny because I was listening back and you were like, I was saying, I think the good guys are going to win. It's going to be Sting and Darby, And you're like, yeah, I think so too. And then right after saying that, you said, I'm going to go with FTR. <laughs> 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 so I was like, oh, yes, because I was, I was tallying up as I was going back through yep. the episode.
1: We would have picked all so, the same things. It would have been the whole yeah, entire thing. Yeah, it would have been the same. Yeah. It's so funny. Uh, but yeah, man, what a fucking four hours of wrestling that we got to uh, oh, yeah. absorb into our brains and eyeballs. Uh, uh, shout out to everybody who was there. Uh, Dan Black, uh, host of the Comedians of Wrestling podcast, walking around with the cow title, uh, was there. Uh, I had a bunch of friends there. Uh, Alex, Queen of the Ring. Uh, my buddy Tony Zacharias was actually the dude sitting hard camp front row in the EC FNW shirt. Uh, oh song the whole entire night. Yeah, that that's cool. my buddy Tony. Uh actually his brother Zach is the creator of uh the Hawkeye Detour song
0: and oh, the Tiptoe
1: Tulo song. So oh, a lot of nice. cool things. Um yeah. So shout out to everybody that went and turned up because uh I'm gonna merch go Maven right too. into yeah, merch Maven from North Carolina to New York just for this. I mean This is proof. People are traveling from distant lands (laughs) to go and see this. Like To go to Queens, New York, Arthur Ashe Stadium and and travel there from outside of New York uh, is a really cool thing to do as a fan. And it was worth it because, man, that show was stacked from the beginning. You knew it was going to be amazing. And the proof is in the pudding. They started it all off with Omega. And Daniel Bryan, okay, so Bryan so
0: Sorry, yeah, I'm sorry, yeah. I'm sorry. Well, that's okay. It's been like ten years
1: that way, so it's okay. Kenny Omega and Brian Danison, the American Dragon. Right, he returns, and there is a moment that happens in this match, and I was hysterically crying. <laughs> it's the bell rings, and the crowd as simultaneously. It was like I've never seen anything like it before in my whole entire life ever ever they the bell rings and everybody just stands up out of their seat and starts screaming at the top of their lungs it was a celebration loudest hop i've ever heard in my life philip
0: i i know it was it was beautiful and the one thing i love is like danielson couldn't help but smile because it was just joy you know but good old i mean my boy kenny omega i love him more and more every day and he was serious the whole time And he was, he was in it the whole time. And the way I knew he was is cause he come out and he had the first pair of pants, AEW pants that I've liked, you know, they look good. Blue and white ones, right? Yeah. And they had some, and it had that little, little flappy thing on the side. It's kind of an homage to that. There's like this asymmetry in Japanese gear. Uh huh. That I've noticed you'll see it more in like Joshi wrestling. Like, look at like yes. what, um, uh, Shida Hikaru Shida, she'll have yes. this big flowy thing just on one leg, you know. Mm-hmm. And I'm not, it, it, it kind of throws me off because I'm really, I guess, maybe it's just a Western mindset, I'll say. Yes. But uh, the thing about like symmetry and everything, but yeah. I'm trying to, I'm learning to appreciate it, anyways. But the other thing I noticed, he trimmed that, that facial hair, he pulled yeah. it back, you know, he, he, he didn't get rid of it but uh-huh. he kind of pulled it back. So it didn't look so prominent. So ridiculous the whole time. I'm like, is this like a 2002 triple H parody that he's doing with that facial hair? But he yeah. pulled it back because it's like, we're, we're not no distractions here. We're, we're, we're getting serious. And, and I just love that. I won't say I love the pants, <laughs> but uh, I will I say
1: <laughs> that I appreciate the pants. Okay. Okay. Uh, I think pants still do way better. Uh, I didn't like the Christian Cage match pants as much as I originally thought. i go back and watch them, but I appreciate the change. So yeah, he's, yeah. I've been saying this for a long time.
0: Yeah, I think I've heard you he say that. He knows this, like,
1: what he's fucking doing, man. Okay, let me tell you something about Kenny Omega and my relationship with Kenny Omega. Yeah. For... A long time, I didn't. I almost felt like I was getting emotional there for a second, but I'm not. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> <I'm poor. Yeah. laughs> for a long time, I didn't really know who Kenny Omega was. And all I heard was Kenny Omega, this Kenny Omega, that. And I watched some of his stuff and I always felt like, all oh, these matches go on forever. It was very, I didn't really get NJPW like that. And it like, oh, it's like, ah, his matches go on forever. It's V Trigger, V Trigger, V Trigger. Man, this guy's fucking overrated, right? And I remember it was like 2018, 2000, uh, 2019, maybe. What was his last Wrestle Kingdom match? I don't know. I think 2018 Yeah. Yeah, like, I think so. Yeah, right? And he comes out. And right before it, I'm like, man, I can't. I remember cashing in on the cow pot. And I was like, man. Yo, Kenny Omega's overrated, dude. I- I'm just going to say it. Like, I just, I don't get all that jazzed up. And I watch, I'm up in fucking four or five o'clock in the morning, whatever time it is, watching this motherfucker come out in a video game entrance. He's got this insane one wing angel gear that he's rocking with the, like tells a whole story before he even gets to the ring. And I'm like, Oh fuck. I just called the best wrestler in the world. overrated. <laughs> <laughs> I feel so dumb. He didn't even do anything yet. And I'm yeah. like, fuck, I'm a fucking idiot, dude. It's like, I get Kenny Omega way more now. Like he does this man. And when it's time to turn it up, just wait. I always knew like the best was yet to come with him in AEW. Like he ain't losing that title and it yeah. happened. Yeah. Like, and it's going to take something really crazy for it to happen because he is legit that damn good. And he has not even reached that fucking next gear. And it, Every time you think he runs out of gears, he doesn't.
0: He doesn't. Full gear, by the way. Minnesota, Minneapolis, Saint Paul. That was his you target crazy. center. That's where it is. November yeah, thirteenth. But I mean, this match was so good. It was so good. And the, and then like, I mean, there's so much you could go into. I don't. You know, maybe we don't want to spend so much time on it. But okay. I I think I mentioned mentioned to you that I was going to watch it again. I didn't quite have time for it, but I'm definitely going to. I've been wanting to watch it. It's like the, one of those movies. You know, when you watch like a really good movie. Yeah. And it sticks with you. And the next day you wake up and you're thinking about it. Mm -hmm. And even maybe the day after, it's just, Mm -hmm. there's something, you know, it's running around your head. This match was like that for me. It was like something that it was just sticking with me. And to me, that's kind of like a mark of like just good art. Uh, If we can get a little, uh, maybe Mm -hmm. a little too much, but a little intellectual here, but like it it stuck with me. And I, I was just thinking about it. It was running through my head all week. I mean, there's just little stuff that I love. Like Daniel Bryan doing the I have till five, you know, when he was yeah. had a had a like a break hold. You yeah. know, he used to do that in the indies. He did that when he was a heel, like early, early on, like 2012 and WWE. I mean, there's just so many cool things. I I don't want to go through. It was just beautiful, man. It yeah. was just beautiful. It
1: honestly was. You no, know, they I'm just gonna say just starting off the night with it, it's just like, God damn. And like Punk even came out, it was like how are we supposed to follow that up? Like, what the fuck, assholes? There's three more out. There's fucking three and a half more hours of this shit, you idiots. What the fuck are you doing? I'm supposed to come out, come out here, and cut a promo. I mean, it's a good thing I'm the most over fucking person in fucking wrestling right now. I mean, it like, had
0: even the thing is, is it had to go first because one, there wasn't a clear finish. You know, it did a right. they did a time limit, which they kind of foretold it because yeah. the announcers kept talking about it, and so I was like, mm, it might you it might go time so they had to in that way also since it was going 30 minutes they had to make sure it was all on tv and then right was there a commercial break uh there was one one right was it picture picture yeah i I can't i can't even watch the like i'll use i'll usually skip through those because i can't see the little it doesn't do anything for me that's phone time yeah exactly (laughs) I mean, but the thing is, is like what I loved was like Omega wasn't acting like his kind of heel self until that really big V trigger where he ran all the way down the ramp, and which was an amazing spot. This was hands down,
1: without a doubt, the best production setup and show. All that ramp, four hours of it. That has ever happened for AEW. Hands down. (laughs) I said it was going to be one of the best wrestling nights in the history. Like anybody who was there and going, I was like so happy for them. I was so jealous. So much FOMO. But like, man, did that stage look awesome? And not to mention, they had the crowd up behind the stage too, up there, staring through that LED fucking chandelier that pretty much is still only there for Cody Rhodes, I think, at this point. But like (laughs) the tunnels, that LED ramp, when it turned to rampage, it was just lightning bolts going through it. Yeah, like, it was cool. Like, come on, man. 10 out of 10 there. All right. So I heard Arthur Ashe, not that great of a stadium, but uh, they ran out of shit. Lines yeah. were so long. It smelled in there. I think it was like rusty. Really? Yeah. Oh my God. Well, I mean, you're at a wrestling show with 21,000. Yeah, that's, that's true. That's uh, true. And it's a dome. <laughs> like, they could have just aired it out. So even like, and with those kind of domes, it, just gets weird in there, mm, I
0: think.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. If I the ventilation's not good. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, man, they just delivered. It was so sick. And, like, that match just ruled. I mean, there's really not much more. I don't even have any real big notes to say yeah. about it.
0: Well, yeah, I, I think I kept putting, like, this is awesome. This is amazing. That was insane. So just watch it. But the one thing I will note, some little things, like, after that V-trigger, what I want to say earlier, was Omega then started being kind of cocky and making faces before that he wasn't doing it until he thought he had the advantage and kind of had it. And then he started like acting up, you know,
1: with a snap dragon on that fucking ramp
0: too, right? Yes. Yes, he did. He also did one from the like second or top rope too. Oh my
1: God. That's right. (laughs) Oh
0: yeah.
1: Uh, So many crazy things that happened in that match. I can't wait to go back and watch it. hundred percent rewatch.
0: Yeah. And then the other thing that I really loved was like the time limit. It wasn't like a, you know, a count, like a fall. One, two, time's up. But they just kept going after each other. And it was like the time was up. They had tried to call the match, but they weren't done. And it was. was no schma's. Yeah. Oh, that too. Yeah. We predicted schma's. No schma's until the end. And
1: then the elite do their thing, you know? Like, so. No, it was great, though. It was great. Well, I have a question for you Did you get spoiled on anything on Rampage before you watched it? Uh No, I was very, I. very
0: careful Yeah
1: It wasn't even I had to be careful I think people just good at it Like, why spoil that's it? That's true, you know? that's true, yeah I think, I think AEW fans are like Kind of pretty good at it, you know
0: You're right, that was And why would you want to get nice.
1: Like, that's kind of like When SmackDown used to tape their shows, right? And like, you kind of, you kind of knew Because there was like sheets Yeah, write-ups and stuff Like, oh, this is what's going to happen On SmackDown tonight Like, yeah. yeah Uh, where do we go next? I mean,
0: well, there was a the punk promo, but I think that was really put there, you know, thinking about it, we we're like, cut that out. But I think that was put there as a great placement because of the intensity of that first one. So it was just to like calm the crowd down, essentially.
1: <laughs> yeah. I wanted to mention uh there's something <laughs> I really love so much. And it's that promo that happens before the main event of Rampage. Oh, yeah. Henry's interviewing like the two sides. It feels like a Mortal Kombat kind of weird thing going on. I yeah, don't know what yeah. it is. Where's that from? I feel like that's from something. Is that just an old school wrestling thing that used to happen? Like that, those kind of promos.
0: Usually they wouldn't do it like in split screens like that, but you know, they used to do it. If you watch like old wrestling, they would, one guy would cut a promo, walk to the ring and the other guy would respond and walk to the ring. So it's kind of like that, but I kind of like the way they do it where they
1: side by side. It was so like, it was like, Cool. It was like, oh, this is what's about to happen, like right before the match, right? And then I love Mark Henry saying, "It's time for the main event." I am Like, yes, let's go.
0: It's kind of goofy, but I like it. Yeah. I don't care. It's just like, oh no, yeah, I'm it. I'm excited for it. But I look that it it's only on Rampage too, so it differentiates that main event from that show from, from any mm-hmm. other thing that's going on. So yeah, they feel like
1: two completely different shows with the same roster. I think that's, what's so important about not sp- splitting up your, your roster. I think you just have to tell stories across naturally as they happen. Like you have to like it, they have a ton of wrestlers and a ton of places to showcase the wrestlers. So uh yeah, it was, it was awesome. And I'll kind of go into that match too, because that match was kind of funny in the sense of, man, was I wait, really anticipating like this massive pop for Eddie Kingston and they didn't even give it to you. They just cut Oh, it I know. The attack happens, right? I know. So I was like, oh, but then Eddie starts to get over, right? And stuff that he's doing. But I love how in a, no, I love how in a uh, unsanctioned match, they don't even fucking go for pins. They're oh, just yeah. trying to beat the absolute <laughs> living shit out of each other. It was right. not one pin attempt. Until the pinfall that happened at the end. There was like moves that were happening that weren't even really submissions. It was just like Suzuki fucking choking out Moxley with, a, with his hands tied behind his back and a leather strap around his neck. Right. Um, what a wild match. And it's so cool that that fucking exists. Yo, I just got to give so much fucking props to Moxley, man. This guy is so awesome. And he, I just watched this. You have to check it out. I don't know if you saw it. But you probably did. It's Moxley engaged. They do this like, Build up to their match that they're having in Atlantic City coming up. I think not this weekend, the weekend after. Uh, and they're about to have a match, and man, they they just tell this story, and like, dude, John Moxley's the fucking man. There's nothing else that's that that's left to say. Like, Moxley's the man. Like, he's 10, he's so on another level, and he's the epitome of like just. Giving a guy creative freedom and just letting him do what he was born to do, and he's all time like he's gonna go down this this run that he's on. AW crossing over to GCW, going on to MGPW, doing all this. Who's doing this? Nobody. It's incredible, yeah. man. And he's not,
0: I, and he's getting his ass beat. Well, the one thing I, I, I was thinking about this too is like I've just noticed slowly he's like putting on weight, but it's not like in a bad way. Yeah, it's because he's brawling, you know, he's putting yeah. on like brawler weight so he can take yeah. that punishment. You know, his body can take it. I mean, he's beefing up, but you can tell he's, he's just putting he's on so some beefy. like, Yeah. So, but he looks awesome.
1: I would even say that he is the, one of the most believable professional wrestlers in the, in the world. Like I just see him and I'm like, that dude's taking beatings every week and he's out there and they're like, connect, like he's the most believable guy. Like see John Moxley coming down from the crowd and like a vest and he's ready to fucking fight. He would throw hands. If you, if this was what the sport was like, that's a guy who just gets it. And it's so cool to watch that exist. And he's with Eddie and like homicide comes in and he's crossing over it, man. It's just beautiful. Like it's, it's just awesome.
0: Yeah, I know. Awesome. It, it, and, and well to that, where you're talking about Moxley, He's one of the only people that could go up against Suzuki, who's just like this insane brute of an old yeah. dude. Moxley can go up against him, and they can just beat the hell out of each other. And it looks awesome, and it looks believable, and it looks great, mm-hmm. you know? It's, and it's I just love incredible. I just love Moxley going against all these, like, New Japan talent. It's so cool. I it's want to so see more cool. of it. There's honestly...
1: Man, it's like... <laughs> I'm like my brain. I'm, I can't even wrap it around. Like, all right, let's just talk about Britt Baker and Britt Baker just being so fucking good. Like, I don't understand how a wrestler has gotten this good in this amount of time as a champion. Like she is undoubtedly easily one of the best championship champions across all of wrestling.
0: She the the complete turnaround in like a year has been incredible. It's it, it's amazing. I have to do the comparison
1: because it's just too much of a parallel analogy. But you talk about Becky Lynch and you talk about Britt Baker, right? And I'm just going to specifically talk about moments. So Becky bloody face Becky with her nose broken. Mm-hmm. Yeah, And yeah, then yeah. that that Britt Baker death match like uh match
0: like yeah with Thunder. Like Rosa. she also
1: had her bloody nose, but then that bloody nose like kind of. Gave Britt this identity and then Britt turned that into, all right, well, I got to be, I got to pull out all the stops. I got to prove to everybody that like, I'm not just a, a broken bloody nose wrestler. I will fucking do whatever it takes to win matches. Like, and she lost that match too. Think about, remember that. So that was like, talk about a career defining moment. Boom, right there.
0: Well, you know, the, the actual parallel is uh, Stone Cold Brett at WrestleMania 13? Because mm-hmm. Stone Cold bleeds out, passes out, loses that match. But you don't mm-hmm. remember that. You just remember Stone Cold being the best ever oh. after that. That's so <laughs> fucking perfect, dude. Damn. Wow.
1: I'm like, my Mark Dumb is, <laughs> my brain is like, ex- there's steam coming out of his ears. People. I was just about to say my
0: markdoms is exploding.
1: And you know, <laughs> honestly, it's ha- that's what's happening.
0: <laughs> yes, yes, but I, th- there's a lot in that Britt Ruby match. Like I thought it was really good. It was solid. There's one thing I loved was it was early on in the match. Britt Baker does this like neck breaker onto the 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 outside, and as soon as she lands it. She just takes a look at the camera, like smirks at the camera. I love when she like mugs at the camera in the middle of a match. Mm-hmm. And it's just like every time you're just like, Yep, she's working it the whole time. And that's that's some professional wrestling right there. When you know they're always working the camera, the audience, and making it look good. And she's just what uh
1: interview she did. She did an interview, I think it was maybe Renee. And she talked about the moment when she figured out the red lights on the camera and how
0: oh yeah uh,
1: follow the red lights on the camera that's what that's how you know what to work to so if you watch Britt Baker there's never a moment <laughs> where she's not looking at the camera unless yeah. she's looking at her opponent
0: but mm-hmm. when it's
1: time to get a reaction when she like delivers a line she'll always turn and she'll know that red light is right on fucking hard cam so you get her facial reactions she just gets the business. She's that good. I mean, the the Pittsburgh fucking sunrise or whatever she's calling it now. Like yeah, the yeah, that's funny. Yeah. You know, like, I mean, and she cheated to win. It's what heels do. It doesn't matter how old she is. This is what wrestling is supposed to be, okay? You cheer for who you like. You like Batman, but you also like the Joker, okay? Ain't nobody hate the fucking Joker. Everybody loves the fucking Joker, right? Who hates the Joker? Nobody. Britt Baker is that kind of like parallel. Like, it's like, she's just too damn good. She's too undeniable to not love her. So like, and the crowd isn't going to boo her, but they're just going to cheer her doing her shit because it's so awesome. It's going to take a baby face of, of epic proportions. Wasn't, wasn't Ruby Soho. No, yeah, but it was fine. Ah, it was. Yeah. It's not Chris. It's not Chris Statlander, so it's gonna be have to be somebody that's gonna come in here, and either win the crowd over from within AEW, or it's gonna be someone from the outside. I'm
0: not sure who that is. I got an idea. I'll talk about it later. Okay. 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 All right. Because one thing I want to talk about is this uh, Malachi Black Rhodes match. Oh Because I love this one, a lot. Even from the beginning. Once again, I mean, I talked about it last week, Malachi Black's entrance. It is every time he adds to it, his look Mm -hmm. and everything. This time he had like this red eye.
1: And the red light. Sick.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. He added the red light. Yes, 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 yes. Thank you for that. But, I mean, every time there's a little bit more. And if you've noticed, that little black spot Mm -hmm. carried over from something that happened in like WWE where he injured his eye. But it's it's slowly grown and grown and grown, mm-hmm. and in this match you can see there's a little bit of that makeup behind his ear. I don't know if he's you everywhere. noticed. Everywhere, yeah. He so is, it, it's, it's like reverse it just, venom almost. Yes, yeah. But Cody Rhodes, people, I've I've listened to other stuff and people keep talking. It's like, what is he doing? I can't believe this. It's like he's got to turn heel at some point, and I'm like. It's already happened, baby. Yeah. Because I showed you that I sent that picture. That somebody had the back shot. You said they had the crowd above that chandelier. Yeah. This this asshole's coming up from from that platform, coming up, and then he's walking. He's got like a train. That cape was a train, like yeah. twenty feet it's long, a
1: hundred feet worth of yeah. fucking what cape? <laughs> I mean, what? yeah. He brings I mean, out brandy too, like.
0: Oh, another oh. thing, she's working on another level too because she she posted something on, like, social media and she's, you know, looking all fit and stuff. She's like, three months postpartum. And I know there's so many moms out there that want to just give her the, you know, the double yeah. burden yeah, the double <laughs> and say, be like, fuck
1: you. I mean, I've, he's always done that. He's always had that type of reaction for me. I've always loved to hate Cody. Like, I just never bought into the whole Cody Rhodes thing. You know, like- yeah. Never did. But like, I know that's the markdom in me. I'm not, I'm the super mark. I understand my own markdom. Okay, people. Okay, people. <laughs> it's okay? self-aware.
0: It's self-aware. I'm very
1: self-aware of my markdom. I know. And I'm just laughing at how funny it oh, is. I love that it. Everybody is booing him so much. And it's so incredible in so many different types of ways that it's just like, God, Malachi Black is now is the baby face in this and he's he's Lord that heel out of, out of Cody. Yeah. Honestly feels very Bray Wyatt esque of what Bray would do to his opponents. Uh, you know, like I said, from the beginning, we are not a podcast that hates WWE, but you have to respect art when art is there. And when Bray was doing this whole fiend thing and he, you can tell he was changing people. I really feel like that is a really great thing. For Malachi Black to encompass. He should be able to play this in-between heel and face role where he just transforms you like into this other being. Like, and honestly, if Cody's got the show coming out, he's the fucking executive vice president, shows up and wrestles
0: when he wants, where he wants, or whatever the fuck he wants to do. I say, I say, and this is what I see, and I think this I think you're onto something, and I like it. but I think what he's really doing, he's not just like he's not transforming anybody. He's lifting that veil of what they really are. And Cody Rhodes, deep down, is a pretentious asshole, mm-hmm. and he's pulling that back. That's a little too self-important, grandiose, has illusions of grandeur, so so much that he'll have a 20-foot long cape push his wife out. You know three months after she's had a baby she couldn't help herself had to get involved <laughs> yeah slides yeah. into
1: the ring sits right in front of malachi malachi's just laughing he's like can you believe it look at these it's people because he's already
0: he's like i've already won i've already won yeah man he's fucking nose. great thing and right at the end cody hits the ref he elbows the ref and so you see that like people are like, is he oh. going to turn heel? No, he's already it. He, he elbowed the ref, you know, he got uh-huh. frustrated, elbowed the ref. And then what do we get Tulo, The black mist, right? Oh man, dude.
1: I was hoping he was going to miss them. <laughs> I was hoping
0: you thought that beforehand.
1: Gonna, I, I had no idea I, it was coming. I, he, I'm like, he's on the ring. I'm like, Oh my God. I, I, I don't know what thread I was in. Or where I was, but I was saying it. I'm like, miss them, please, fucking miss them. It would be so amazing. And the black mist, dude. He's got the black
0: mass and the black mist. There we go. Now, do you know about the different color mists?
1: Ah, uh, no. So this is uh, something I would like to be educated on, please.
0: Okay, so I, I don't have everything, but I had to ask. Uh, you know, uh, my co-host on the Stokes County Boys, lifelong friend. We've been friends since we were 10 years old. Patrick, my good buddy, mm-hmm. Patrick. Because he knows, because back in the day when he was a little kid, he was always watching those staying great Muda matches. And so he learned about the mist. So the green mist, which you would see like Asuka, that's kind of a basic just, you just got spit in the face. It disorients you because, Mm -hmm. you know, you just got, you know, somebody spit something in your face. Yeah. The black mist is the blinding mist, okay? So, oh. so we got to watch out. What happens to Cody next? If he's a true uh, uh, student of the game, we got to see if he he comes out and he has some vision issues. So I'm hoping I'm hoping there's something involved there. Okay. The worst one, which causes paralysis, is the yellow. So you got to watch the yellow mist. You don't want to get that. Sting got that in a clash of the champions back in the day. And JR was going crazy. Like, oh, he's paralyzed him. You know, a great mood. Oh, I gave it to him. Oh, shit. So, so thanks to Patrick, uh, we got that information. You got to watch so that match. Black. Yeah. he sent. Me, I'll, I'll send you the YouTube link. He sent it to me the other night when I was asking him about it. <laughs> of course, you know, you got a good friend when I'm like, yeah. all right, yeah, can you tell this. me what does the Black Mist mean? And, you know, two seconds later, I got the answer. And then I got the full rundown of all the others. But yeah, Black That's Mist perfect. is- perfect. And then you were able to, you, what a
1: student of the game you are. You're able to fucking then take that, <laughs> absorb it all- and teach me about it. Now, yeah.
0: I'm never right, going right. to forget that. No. All right. So black mist vision, it's, it's blinding. So we got to see okay. what happens. What happens in the future. So I think Cody will
1: have like crazy things with his eyes. What's your prediction? What do you think? I think you, I think he'll do something. Yeah.
0: He knows. He knows these things Maybe because glass, that's, the that's what that's the glasses. thing. Like he knows what's going on. He'll come. Yeah. He might come out with like dark sunglasses. He might be kind of stumbling to the ring. Uh, his wife will be kind of guiding him. Something like that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I just hope so. I, uh, but this is the other thing I, I wrote down. I said, unlike, you know, the heels like uh, like the Young Bucks and like Kenny Omega, Cody doesn't wink at the camera. And I think that's what throws people off. It's because there's so many like heels and it, and it's a big influence from like the NWO, I think, and like the click uh, from back in the day. There's like a little and DX, of course is there's like this little wink at the camera, like this kind of postmodern heel that's just kind of like, oh, we know what's going on. And we're mm-hmm. bad guys, but we're so cool. Cody doesn't do it. And I think that's what throws people off because mm-hmm. he's, it, I think it's good. I think he knows what he's doing and people don't like him because he wants them not to like him. Yeah. Even though he's coming out pretending to be the, the ultimate good yeah, guy, you know, the superhero. He's doing
1: like the whole Superman thing, right? Yeah, like but he's he, not winking, yeah.
0: Right? And then he did that whole little...
1: Other Superman thing, right? What, didn't he do the, what's it called? Um, when he dyed his
0: hair stuff? Oh, oh yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah.
1: He like, all of a sudden was like black and red Cody. And it was like, right, oh, okay, right. we get it, Cody. Like you're doing that version of Superman Superman now. Great. Okay. Well, yeah, and, you're
0: saying earlier, like Batman versus Joker. This is more like Batman versus Superman. Yes. And, you know, a lot of people hate Superman. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. And Cody's Superman. <laughs> yeah. And it's fine.
1: I'm here for it. It's fucking epic. And it's so cool because they'll let, they'll tell that story like, and they'll, you know, that's what you can trust. Like, even if this was to go on, like I was like, all right, I'm kind of, all right, is this the end of Malachi and Cody? But I think we you know what I've realized? So this is an interesting discussion is, you know, we can kind of like go through the rest of the stuff real quick, but like, yeah, the fallout from dynamite and rampage, what is it? Right. So Kenny's already said no rematch for Daniel Bryanson. Right. Uh, da- uh, that's
0: right, all good. I'm having a hard time. I have to like Daniel pause. Bryanson.
1: That's a good one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we should call the show <laughs> the Daniel Bryanson show. <laughs> People would tune in. They know uh, But yeah. So like what's going to be the fallout from that? All right. Uh, fucking mocks in that tag team match that we talked about. I don't even know what the, what's the fallout from that, right? Uh, yeah. So yeah. I feel like we're getting a reset, right? Mm-hmm. We're going to get a full reset of a lot of things that are coming up right before full, full gear. So we have uh, probably like almost two months, less than yeah. a month and a half worth right. of wrestling, two shows, Dark and Elevation to to start building some new fresh feuds. And one I'm really excited about because of the match that happened is Adam Cole versus fucking Jungle Boy? Oh, yeah. is on Dynamite next week, I think, or yeah. Rampage? One of the fucking two. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I love it. But talk about a fucking match—a perfectly like designed match of who you would want to see wrestle each other. And it's it's fucking Adam Cole baby versus Jungle
0: Boy. You know, you know what I love about this, and and it's like. With AEW, what you're seeing is, you know, there's some of these like AEW originals like Jungle Boy and now these other people coming in and you're thinking like, oh, my God, it would be awesome to see this person like Adam Cole fight this person, Adam Cole fight this person and they're doing it. And that's what the awesome thing. And the other thing is, you know, these guys want to do it, too, because they're reinvigorated by these different matchups, too. And Mm -hmm. they're like, I want to, I want to, you know, I mean, Punk said it. He's like, I want to. Hey. Powerhouse Hobbs. Uh, let's talk about that match. That was a fun match. I mean, I love Powerhouse Hobbs. I, I think
1: uh Punk's got some ring rust to fucking oh, shed. Yeah. Oh yeah, very very quickly. Like <laughs> but he
0: acknowledged it he, too. The boy better.
1: The boy better be fucking getting in there and working. Like, quit, like he definitely
0: has seven years of ring rust. And, and no, I, I don't mind it though. Like it, makes makes. I don't sense. mind it.
1: It's fine. He's still finding ways to win. So they could tell. That's how they should tell this story. It's like, yeah, I got ring rust. I've been away for seven years. I just got back into the fucking ring, but guess what? I'm not damn good. I'm still fucking winning.
0: <laughs> exactly. Yeah. The one thing I loved was when he got up to do the like uh, Macho Man elbow right before he jumped. He was like, uh, "It's been a while." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he yeah, kind yeah, of yeah, yeah, yeah. he's like,
1: "Oh fuck." He's like, oh, "Maybe I shouldn't have done this." <laughs> yeah. But he nailed. There go. He yeah. that was actually a stiff elbow drop. Stiff. Oh yeah. Yeah.
0: That well, one hit hard. And man, huh.
1: so what's so what's next for? Is it Punk versus Ricky? I mean, if we get CM Punk versus Ricky
0: Starks. Some people were complaining about Ricky Starks on commentary, but I actually liked it because you barely heard from him. But anytime he would chime in, it was really good. I thought it was no just good. funny. It was Don't either really mean, funny or anybody it was a great point. that
1: fucking complains about Ricky Starks. Man,
0: thank you. I love eat, him.
1: Fucking eat my, you know what, all right, buddy? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, because that guy is just a professional wrestler. Yeah. Like, to the T, incredible on the mic, just slick. Can wrestled with anybody. Him versus Punk would be a fucking insane match.
0: Now, here's what we need, though, is like if he goes, if Ricky Starks, like Punk's got to, I think he's winning a little bit to work up to Starks. He's got to lose to Ricky Starks. I think I would like to see that because that's how that's what like Jericho does it from time to time. Um, yeah, and I think that's what these older guys should be doing is is eventually like these guys like ricky starks or jungle boy you know some of these mm-hmm. like future stars of aew mm-hmm. they got to beat they got to beat these elder statesmen eventually Well, that's what know? i talked
1: about like 2022 i think when 2022 yeah. comes around we're going to be in this like fucking groove for aew where the the fucking people are making a name for stuff there's only so long you can hold guys like jungle boy uh, like even up and comers that they just signed, Lee Moriarty, like like names oh, yeah. that you that that you just are like, oh my god, they got all these guys here, and these ladies here, these women here that are just like insane talents, like a Kylan King, and like people like this that just keep coming through these doors and just keep coming through, and then they sign them. Yo, the more they keep getting to work, the f- the faster they're gonna be ready to fucking. Wrestle these guys. And they better watch out because a lot of these wrestlers right now, and these indie wrestlers, they were the ones putting in a lot of work, man. A lot. And now they're getting the opportunity and everybody's going for it. It's it's a very exciting time. And we saw a lot of that.
0: I mean, sometimes I just sit back and I'm just like, we're seeing Brian Danielson and Kenny Omega. This is amazing. Yeah, we're seeing CM Punk in 2021. I had honestly just been like, he's not coming back. I'm not going to even entertain the thought. There's just so much,
1: man, and it's crazy. Like uh, I'm trying to even. i, I I'm, What are we missing? Like I mean, the, Adam Cole and the Young Bucks. The super that was a great, man. Yeah, thing. it was fun. It's so yeah. great that eight man tag match. Yeah. Was absolute fucking insanity. I mean, oh, dude,
0: uh you see Santana and Ortiz, did you notice their uh their get up? Oh yeah, Mets Mets and Yankees uh
1: fucking the Warriors uh stuff yeah, the that baseball yeah. furies,
0: yeah. Yeah, that was awesome. Oh, so, and they were
1: half Mets and uh half Yankees uh yeah, face yeah. too. Um yeah, man, it's just cool to see those guys get the opportunity to go out there in front of their home crowd, private party coming out, dude. fuck it. those guys make me laugh so much, dude. And they come out, like, shots, 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 <laughs> shots, everybody. Yo, I saw these dudes at House of Glory, man. Uh, I've, seen, I've seen them come up, dude. And they're just, those guys are so talented. And they just talk about getting an opportunity, align with Matt Hardy and just making the most of it. Man, they're, those guys are always on TV. So it's, that was a lot of fun. Um, I'm enjoying this little Alley Cat, Penelope Ford, uh, and Anna J kind of brass knuckles with Ty Conti kind of thing that's happening too. I like how the women yeah, are getting like, good. I think something's coming. I heard either mid card title, but I really think they're gonna in- institute women's tag team titles because I think those, a mid card title or tag team titles would be a good thing for the women to kind of show up on dark and elevation with to start building kind of feuds over it and then getting it ready, prepared for dynamite and rampage.
0: Yeah. I forgot. Yeah. I just forgot too, how good Anna Jay is. Like, yeah, she's awesome. I mean, I think Penelope Ford's solid, but Anna Jay is just, she's really good. And yeah, it's only a matter of time before, I mean, they could build her up to beat Brit if they do it right. Maybe not soon, yeah. but and like, it would take what's a while. Going on with the dark
1: order. Like it's just, it's like, you could go, at all the- <laughs> we got a hair for hair match coming up between orange Cassidy and, uh, uh Jack Evans. That was a
0: nice. Uh, that was great. That was great. Jack Evans is he's getting his head shaved, <laughs> dude. That'd be great. Okay, there's one thing I wanted to mention, and then I think yeah. we gotta we gotta move on. But obviously, mm-hmm. if you haven't seen either one of these shows, you know, yeah. if if you don't have time for it's a lot, it's a lot. But if you don't have time, one thing you have to do is see that Kenny. I'm telling you right now, Philip,
1: anybody that's listening to this has 100% watched it and probably watched it. Probably watched the Kenny and and Danielson. Okay. They've probably seen it twice before we did. So, but if you're just tuning in and maybe you're a little casual of a fan, make sure you're fucking, you watch both of them. Because honestly, it was four hours. All four hours were enjoyable wrestling.
0: Well, one thing I was thinking about and you were like, where do we go with, with Kenny and Danielson? And he, Danielson is the type of person that would, and I hope he does this, he starts from the bottom. And I want to see him on like AW Dark in that studio, racking up wins, mm-hmm. and it'll get people watching that. Mm-hmm. And on Elevation, racking up wins, and and finally he's going to work himself to the main event of Rampage, and then mm-hmm. get on Dynamite, and he's going to, I, I want to see that.
1: Bro. and. I could not agree with a take about a wrestler more than whatever you just said there, because it was all spot on a hundred percent from top to bottom. That's exactly what I want to happen. I think going dark and elevation stack wins, but wrestling those guys like the Lee Moriarty's like uh, I, whoever else is down there. There's so many, such good talent. That's all across those brands. Uh, and then working his way up, coming on rampage, having the matches with, the, he's going to have to wrestle Jungle Boy if he wants, mm-hmm. if, he, if he's, Jungle Boy's the fifth contender, you know, like work your way up to the
0: rankings, get yourself to that number one. I want to see like Danielson and and Phoenix. I mean, think about that. <laughs> <laughs> I just broke your brain. It's, it's, oh my God. Broke your dude, brain again. I mean,
1: there's so many. Danielson yeah, and yeah. fucking Penta. I mean, like you no, know, like it's just nonstop across the board. There's just so many incredible wrestlers in this company now.
0: Yeah, and you know what I want to happen. He works his way up back to Kenny. Kenny beats him. Yeah. Because the only person I want to see take that title off of him is our boy. He's hanging around. He hadn't showed up yet, but it's our boy Hangman Page. That's it's gotta happen uh, that way, right? I couldn't agree with a wrestling take more than I could agree with that <laughs>
1: wrestling
0: take, too. Oh, you know, dude, they say they say good radios like conflict. Yeah, but it's not always the no. case. We can we no. can agree. You and ITY, man. Unity.
1: <laughs> um. That's right. So there was one thing we wanted to talk about. So there was this awesome Owen Hart uh, Foundation uh, collaboration with AEW, which is just like, yes,
0: Uh, you know, like, yes, like so awesome. (laughs) I was so surprised by this because, you know, you hear so much about like Martha Hart wanting nothing to do and you thought it was wrestling, but it made sense. It was, it was as uh, (laughs) a, what what is, uh, oh my God, what is a, callous calling it like Stanford oh. Cybermax or something like that. Yeah. What did I he can't call remember it? what he's calling it. I got to We got to I might have to start lifting that term and just referring to it as that. Is but Stanford it was really an
1: executive or something like that. Or something oh, I can't remember lines? what he's oh, calling it. Okay, like, all right,
0: we'll move on. We'll figure it yeah, out. We'll move on. But I love that, that they're doing this. They're going to have this tournament in the name of, of Owen Hart, who, I mean, if you watch any of his matches, if you see anything he's done, you're going to love Owen Hart because he was so good. He was so awesome. I mean, just when he was a heel and he was carrying yeah. around those two slammies. slammies. I mean, yeah. that is the funniest thing I've ever seen. Him being so mm-hmm. proud of those <laughs> those slammies. Dude, man. I think he stole one of them from somebody else, but was uh, um, man. Yeah, totally. It's great I,
1: because now we're going to have a tournament, right? And yeah, it's going to Who knows what that even means, but, and who knows when that's going to even start and who's going to show up for that. I think that should be like one of those tournaments that's like forbidden doors open, like, you know, and you can get a lot of really great things. Also, it could be a really great up and coming tournament for them. And it also could be a really great way to just say Kevin Owens comes over and decides to sign with AW and he just wins the whole thing. You know, like, I mean, that's the beauty about this fucking show, dude. It's just like, you can't really start planning things because time matters here. Like, in a month, there could be two new wrestlers who are just uh, just show up. Like, the day a Bray Wyatt might show up or a Kevin Owens or a Sami Zayn or a Charlotte Flair. You know, like... Yeah, yeah. There's no... I think there's obviously... There's, not, there's no no's anymore with AEW, right? I think it's just like, if... Like, there's no, there's nothing that wouldn't happen, right? I think everything that could have, the craziest things that could have possibly happened have happened. Yeah. Like CM Punk, crazy. Daniel Bryan becoming Bryan Danielson. That's crazy. Like, yeah. we, well, Roman Reigns, what's the difference between fucking, mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, sure. Yeah. Roman Reigns. I mean, maybe The Rock, is The Rock the biggest, like, oh, oh my God, or Cena? Like, I guess those are the only two, but like, I'm not even ruling those out either. Right. Let me tell you no, something, Tony Khan says, here. come over here and promote your new Fast and the Furious movie, Rock and Cena. They'll fucking come over here and promote it <laughs> if they had to.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, All right. Oh, yeah. So uh, I think it's time. We gotta, we, I, I got to shed a little light in the dark for you, Tula. Love it. Go, baby. Now, there's one I forgot last week. And part of the reason I didn't mention it, because I, I might have been introduced in a segment that I was already kind of betraying a little bit, because... It's not necessarily the best match, but it's from the, uh, the, the AW dark from mm-hmm. September 21st. Okay. There's like a tag match and Brock Anderson's in it and it's, you know, the son of Arn Anderson. And it's like too low. You ever have one of those dreams and you're in your house, but it's not really your house. Yeah. That is like watching Brock Anderson wrestle because you can tell he's dressed he kind of has been trained by his dad, but it's just off. And so it's like watching <laughs> Arn Anderson wrestle, but you just know it's not him. And it was just fascinating to me because in some ways I'm like, Oh man, he's, he's laying it in these like stomps in the corner. Mm-hmm. But then also he would do something else or move in a way or just like mm-hmm. awkward because you know, he's still learning and he's figuring mm-hmm. it out. But, and I'll give him that, but it was just, it was like this, like uh uh, uncanny valley of 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 professional wrestling so
1: it reminds me of like bob Backlund. Isn't yeah bob yeah. Backlund <laughs> around the ring like yeah shaking his head and like exactly kind of just like stumbling around yeah yeah i mean yeah it's it's really funny that you say that because his, and his tights are even better
0: yeah so watch that one for kind of a little bit of a, a chuckle yeah. and then later like i mentioned last week check out those Anthony Green, Stallion, Rogers, and FTR, which is like okay.
1: It was like a real tag match. Also, I want to just really quickly say too on that Universal Studio success. That's it cool. feels like NWA ish. Right? Yeah, NWA. Yeah. I would even say like, a, hmm, I don't know what it is. It's like something interesting. It's like a, like yeah, like a NWA kind of style. I don't know what it is. There's the environment like, or that
0: or that like WCW Saturday Night. You know yeah, that show. Yeah. Where it's just it's just different enough that you can actually tell the difference between the shows because before the difference between dark and elevation there was no difference so like now you're like okay you can you can see it it's very stark and and Ricky Starks but you can, you can tell it sorry Tony Stark <laughs> the other thing this is from now we're recording on a Monday so we haven't been able to see elevation right. or dark because they they run those uh Monday and and Tuesday nights but too low. I had to, had to take a little peek before we got on and uh, I watched a little bit of Elevation. Love First that. match. Now it, it's promising. So we have um, on commentary, you have big shows not on there because I think he actually wrestles. So you get uh, Mark Henry, Eddie Kingston and Shivani. And, <laughs> and already I'm just like, cause you know, Mark Henry, he's just, he's so happy to be there and he's yeah. like, man, it makes, you know, and they're an Arthur <laughs> Ashe, you know? So he's like, man, I want to come out of retirement. You know, I, I'm surprised you didn't have the salmon jacket on, but, um, first match is, uh, Thunder Rosa. Just watch it. It's, it's a four minute squash, but as I told you, one of my guys, Thunder Rosa, but the crowd goes nuts for nuts. her. Like nuts. just as soon as you hear that, you see that Mexican flag on the uh-huh. ramp and the music starts and just the, the, the crowd pop. It's awesome. And so yeah. w- watch it for that. I mean,
1: Thunder Rose is a, a perfect example of why Dynamite and Rampage would be having, well, definitely Dynamite. They should have two matches, two women's matches every week. I mean, yes. like, yes. enough is enough, guys. Right. Like, come on. Like, let's go. She needs, to be on, the,
0: have, she needs to be on TNT every week. Yeah, 100%. Oh, by
1: the way, Dynamite moving to TBS. See that announcement?
0: Yeah, and then... Um originally both shows were going to move to TBS, but they're going to keep Rampage on TNT. Love that. Yeah. So I cool.
1: fucking love that. All I right. think that's, I don't know why I love it, but I love it. Makes no sense, but it's cool. <laughs>
0: Yeah. Just as long as they don't have to change that TNT title to like the true TV title or anything like that (laughs) or the Cartoon Network title.
1: (laughs) Oh my God. That would be the worst. Uh, I'm playing. Is the, is the, is the Oprah Winfrey Network. uh, (laughs) Yeah.
0: The The own own title. title. Yeah. (laughs) What else? Did we miss any matches? I mean, there was MJF Pillman Jr. We didn't talk about.
1: Yeah. I wasn't all too like jazz, like, blown away by that i mean i kind of knew how it was gonna go right yeah yeah i
0: I think it was fine it was it was a solid match but it wasn't like i think that's probably why we didn't remember to talk about it too much because it was just fine
1: uh does sammy guevara win the tnt title off of miro wednesday on dynamite i I don't see it i don't see it happening i actually i here was a storyline that i wanted to play so I found it interesting that Fuego does soul got two matches against yeah, Mira. Yeah. And yeah. now Sammy's coming in. So I feel like there's a unique opportunity for like something to happen with Sammy and Fuego, but like it almost like Fuego throws in the towel for Sammy or something uh, like that. Yeah. You know, like mm-hmm. trying to save him. And then it causes a Sammy heel turn or something like that. I will say Sammy's over, but I think it's really impossible to take that fucking TNT
0: title off Miro right now. He's just doing way too good of work. Yeah. I love it. I, it, I don't want it to end. Like that's the thing is, like with those champions like that, you know, I, I want to see him have it for a while longer. I was like, I'm not, I'm not tired of seeing him do his thing right now. You know. Yeah, me neither, dude. Uh, I'm like, I'm all in. I, I, I really don't know. To oh,
1: I think it's uh, yeah, Orange Cassidy for second. But I don't really know what else is happening on Dynamite this week. But uh, I'm just fucking pumped, dude. Oh, I'm really pumped cool. about this past week. It's really mm-hmm. cool to see Long Island and, and New York and Queens getting so many, so much love and shout out. I said, as like, there's all that fucking Chicago's the best wrestling town in the fucking world talk. And New York took <laughs> that shit. Personally, dude, 21,000 people showed up to that stadium. That was the loudest shit I've ever heard, man. Yeah, they're awesome. singing Judas. Oh, I did want to bring up Gamebred's knee. That thing was dope <laughs> uh, Wait, when he hit uh, Gamebred. Uh, what's his name, uh, Masudal? That hit uh, oh, Jericho yeah. with the knee. Yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. So right.
1: this this top America top team, dude. Like, uh, I, mean, right. I think they're I'm right. liking what's going on here, man. I mean, it was kind of lame. Like some of this, like the like the ganging up. You could tell these are real fighters. Like. So it's weird. Like they're obviously not trained to like make things look more believable. But at the same time, it's like, where's this going? Who knows? But I don't care. It's fun. <laughs>
0: yeah. Yeah. And w- well, my problem is like, I'm not an MMA dude. Uh, so I don't know who these people are. Like I know who Paige Van Zandt is. I yeah. recognize that name, but that other guy that came out, who? what was his name again? See, I'm, Jorge Mazadal.
1: Jorge Mazadal is the guy that won the baddest motherfucker title against, uh, Nate Diaz. Okay. And the rock came out with the title and presented it to Now um, I understand it. But yeah. But yeah, Jorge Mazel. And he did he used that knee because he beat Ben Askren, who was like a guy that was talking a lot of shit, and he hit Ben Askren, like bell rang, and he like pretended like he wasn't gonna do anything, and he ran after Ben Askren and hit him square in the head, knocked Uh, him out instantly.
0: Okay. So that's like people know. Okay. Yeah. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Just not me. It was like it's a crazy crossover yeah for some reason i cannot i cannot get into mma because i'm just like i, love it. I don't want to I love see it. people actually beat each Bullets. other up. yeah <laughs> <it's>, <laughs> i want to see them crazy. pretend to beat each other
1: up. yeah it's uh well i i like watch ufc and i'm like ah! uh <laughs> you know like just all the time like i think some, like
0: uh, i'll tell you a little story just real quick and then we can wrap it up but uh one of my when uh, I talking about a lot on stokes county boys is uh, King Video Station and, and tanning, so our, okay. the video store for some reason also had tanning <laughs> beds in the back, which I think is one of the funniest <laughs> things. So I I talk about it a lot. So, but anyways, I I would you know a lot of times I would rent like professional wrestling
1: mm-hmm. uh,
0: VHSs. You know I'm watching like I'm catching up on on all the stuff I missed. You know, but one of the things I started really getting into were like you know when uh, Dan Severn and 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 Ken Shamrock were like in mm-hmm. WWF. So I'm like, I want to see one of these like Ultimate Fighting things. So I'm, I it's probably like Ultimate Fighting Three or something like that. And it's it's a a match between Severn and 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 Shamrock. And if that wasn't the most boring thing I ever saw in my life, I think it 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 was like real early days of MMA when they were just like, I don't know what they were doing, but oh, God, they weren't dude. doing anything. They were just well, the trying wasn't to, even
1: weight classes back
0: then. Oh no no no! But it, they were just trying to avoid like touching each other you know they're just playing like this extreme defense and i was just like that may have turned me off from it for a long time (laughs) for what like 20 years (laughs) uh yeah
1: sorry so (laughs) yeah man it's fun it's cool it's cool to see it's cool to see this kind of crossover i like i like I like i like the consistency i like how it hasn't really taken up too much of the tv time but it's cool man it's it's different uh, it's not focused around one person. It's focused around the whole thing. So it takes a lot of the pressure off the situation.
0: So I'm, uh, I'm here for it. Yeah. No, I, I, I'm, I'll wait to see what happens. Um, I trust the process. I'll trust <laughs> yeah. the process. All right, man. Where can, where can people find you?
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh, at Tiptoe with Tulo. On, uh, best is on Instagram and uh, Twitter. You can find me on there. I do a lot of uh, wrestling stuff on there. Um, and then uh, Cal podcast. Catch me on either the regular episodes, but also um, we have an announcement coming for the bonus episodes. That's going to most likely be Newman and myself doing the bonus episodes now. Awesome. So, um,
0: which is pretty cool.
1: And uh, yeah, I think that's it. That's where you can find me. What
0: about you, Phil? Yeah. Uh, I mentioned it before. I can't help it. Uh, at Stokes County boys on Instagram at SC boys Pod on Twitter. Listen to the show. Listen to this week's episode. We got, um, Patrick telling an awesome story about uh, oh, writing yeah. to uh, Brian Pillman as a kid that you'll want to hear. So,
1: dear Brian,
0: <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, it, it gets better. So there's there's one part I was telling you about it earlier too low before we were recording, and I've purposely left something out because I want you to hear it from Patrick tell this story. And okay. I just like lose it. <laughs> oh, I
1: can't wait, dude. I can't wait to listen. If you guys haven't listened, make sure you tune in. It's a great podcast, a lot of fun. And honestly, if you're listening to this. You probably already listened to it because this yeah. is going to be out on the, on the Stokes County boys, uh, pod feed. So, uh, At least and for then a little in while. the near future, I'm hoping probably within the next week or two we'll have our own platform because this has been too much fun. I am pumped for dynamite. I'm mm-hmm. pumped for rampage. Mm-hmm. Uh, grand slam was a grand success. Yeah. Um, we got full gear coming up, I think 11, 13 in Minneapolis, Minnesota, Uh yeah, watch watch, we get to watch dark and elevation this week. So we'll have more even more to recap. And uh yeah, I don't really have a sign off yet. No. (laughs) No. (laughs) Not yet. Uh (laughs) go fuck yourself, San Diego. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, hey Marks, go fuck yourself. All right. Yeah. (laughs) Nah. We love you guys. Uh, thanks for tuning in. And uh yeah, same thing as last time. Uh feedback is great. If you're into it, tell your friends, your AEW friends, uh, share it along, and then we'll have, uh, we'll have way more coming up soon. Peace out.
0: Homework is, uh, uh, sorry, <laughs> I'll just cut that <laughs> out. Go, 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 give me the homework. No, I was no, going to say, your homework is, well, obviously listen to it, but your homework is uh, just tell two friends. Maybe one two of them friend. will listen.
1: Well, yeah. perfect. I'm holding up two fingers. Two fingers for two friends. And two friends who talk about AW, thats us. And then, and then
0: they tell two friends, and then they
1: tell <laughs> it's a pyramid scheme. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Peace out. Thanks, Philip. I'll, I'll check you later, man. Yeah. Take care. So, shout out to the Stokes County Boy Podcast
0: and the Patron Saint Andrew.